The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Well, good morning to you. Welcome in. This is our focus on senior moments today. Our friends from Arosa Care are with us, and we encourage you to join us. And if you miss any of the items on here and want to re-listen to them, this is in a podcast form as well on our website, as well as all of the major podcasts across the nation, actually across the world. And with us from Arosa Care, Aaron Keo Rankin. Hey, Aaron, how are Hi, you? Hi, Bart. Good morning. How Welcome. are you? Good to be here. Good to see you today. Well, thank you. Thank you. Likewise. You brought some friends with you. I did. We have a full house today, and I love it. Love it. <laughs> Tell love us it, love who it. you have with you. Well, I brought with me today, Bart. You know, it is one of those things when you're a senior, life happens situations take place so we're today i'd like to really talk about options in senior living communities and and housing and what have you so i brought with me today we have a guest marie literal marie is an executive currently executive director at adams place here in Murfreesboro, and then also joined by dan and becky haynes with next stage for seniors And um, as you know, when a loved one needs to move into a senior living community, the process can be somewhat daunting and overwhelming. (laughs) So really uh, would like for Dan and Becky to really talk about their personal experience with that, with their parents, but then which also led them to uh, their professional um, jobs right now, their professional career and helping seniors navigate that crazy terrain of relocating. Very good. Well, Dan and Becky, good to have you with us. Tell us good what morning. brought you into this field. Well, Bart, gosh, it's been, it's been a journey. Um, our life, you know, we've been married 38 years, but our life, uh, the skills we developed in those years, my career in senior living for the past 30 years, uh, Becky, my wife, she, she's a registered nurse and uh, specializes in rehab certification. And, uh, and plus, I was in the service early on. We moved like 15 times in the first 10 years of marriage. <laughs> so uh, we took those skills, all those life skills, literally, and said, okay, let's create next dates for seniors. So that, that's sort of the short version. And what does that group do for people? Tell us, sort of give us an idea of what you offer. Okay, um, we do two things uh, for seniors, and we came about this idea because we had to move my own mother into an assisted living community. And we, even with our experience, we could see that this was going to be, could be very overwhelming for families and seniors. So the first part of our service is we help seniors and their families find the senior living community that best fits their needs. So if they're interested in independent living, assisted living, or memory care, we help them navigate that world and choose the best one that fits their needs. And then we personally take them on a tour of the top two communities that we feel like they'll like the most. We go with them through that. We help, Dan helps them navigate contracts. Um, just all of the family dynamics that can take place. 
we're there to personally help to help them through that process. Then we also offer a boutique moving service. So we'll go to the new community they've chosen, we measure that space, then we come to their home, we help them choose all of the furniture and decor that will fit into the space that's functional, but beautiful and special to them because you know you can't take everything from a large home into a smaller space so we help them make those hard emotional decisions we can be a liaison between family members and seniors in making those decisions sometimes that can be difficult because it's such an emotional thing and then we pack them up we get them moved we unpack, we organize all of their belongings, we decorate the space, we get it sparkling clean and remove all the boxes, and then we bring in the senior and their families and let them experience hopefully what is a wow factor. Ta-da! <laughs> and they can say, oh wow, I feel like I'm home. Yeah. You take the stress out. Right, take the stress out. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's a great new beginning, which is really wonderful. And Marie, you see that every day because you're over at Adam's Place where you see the end results of their work. That's right. Yeah. And it is an overwhelming process for the families and, and very hard for them to figure it all out on their own. They're overwhelmed enough by just having to make the decision to to come. So to have a support system like that is a wonderful thing. Now, how long does it take to to go through all? I mean, you've you've that's a big chore in front of you, a big change in life, uh, and and I guess sometimes we don't have as much time as we want to make that transition. Uh, how what kind of time frame are you working on? Well, it's. Uh, you know, we did a lot of the research on the front end. We have done that. We have literally toured probably 30 communities in the past, few, you know, several months. So we have narrowed it down, you know, to the counties. We primarily, we'd like to, to uh, focus on Rutherford County, but we also extend out to other counties such as Davidson, Sumner, Williamson. Um, but because we have done that front-end work because a family just starting the process by themselves could take weeks just to find okay i want a smaller community well i love i love a large campus like adam's place or like the harmony you know so the families they're, they're looking for pacifics but the actual process to to find and move a, a, a family into a community you know, on our end, once we start, it's typically about 45 to 50 hours of time. Um, some of that's at our home office, doing some research, laying, graphing things out. But, uh, you know, it's fairly labor intensive. It's hard work, but it's very rewarding work, like Becky said, uh, for the senior and their families. Do you look at uh, the type of memories associated with different furniture, furniture groupings, things of that sort? so that you take the ones that are the most meaningful? Well, we look at, yes, we do look at things that are very meaningful, but we also have to look at what's functional because they're moving to a smaller space. It has to be functional, lots of drawers or, and we have to look at the size also. Um, being a rehab nurse, I'm very aware of the safety of an environment. And it, if you come into a room and it's extremely crowded with large furniture, you cannot navigate that with a walker, a cane, a wheelchair. Um, so you have to be very careful of how much floor space is left. And a room needs to breathe. 
it's if you walk into a crowded room it feels much more stressful if you walk into a room that has plenty of space it's not a lot of clutter it just gives you a feeling of peace and so that's what we try to help convey to our seniors there are so many things Bart, that go on on the front end that people are unaware of as far as the preparation process so it's not it, it literally it's not a one-size-fits-all when a senior is making that decision to relocate um, oftentimes, I mean, we have found with the ROSA from a care management standpoint, I mean, research continues to show that if a senior has his or her wishes, I mean, ideally they want to stay in the home, right, where they raise their child or what have you. But, you know, fast forward, life doesn't always work out that, that way. And because of that, you know, we actually help process and really literally process uh, think about what the options are because you have to take into account their health needs because it it it, you know there are independent assisted and memory care communities and there are also if they want to stay at home I mean ideally they want to stay home so Mm -hmm. we'll do everything we can to ensure that they can still get their needs met Um, install those safety bars and things of that nature have private caregivers you know have a rosa caregivers go in and assist but doggone it if it deems that it's necessary and appropriate that it's time to make that change then that's where we will help partner and we will call in the other professionals and and our partners and look at some options Um, if it's independent then yes they may very well have a larger space to navigate and then of course is uh, assisted living and then memory care so you start peering down but you mentioned furniture and i'm sure that y'all have recognized this just just because of the space limitations doesn't mean that that i experienced this with my grandmother that's why i'm thinking about this mm-hmm. that um doesn't mean that that favorite piece of furniture can't stay in the family it just may not be at Adam's place or that particular senior living community, mm-hmm. but it will still be a part of mom's life, especially when she goes to visit her daughter. Mm-hmm. Right? That makes That's it even more special. I could guess. At, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's time to have those um, sometimes difficult conversations about next steps. Mm-hmm. And go, go ahead and share your favorite piece of furniture, your jewelry, or what have you. Have those conversations now. Do it now while mom and dad are still relatively cognitively intact. Mm-hmm. And not wait until after they pass and then you as an adult daughter, or you're just, you know, in a panic, grieving, and like, I don't know what she wanted to do with this. Mm-hmm. Well, Becky, you mentioned some things that really I had not even thought about. You were talking about don't just save furniture because it's the favorite. Make sure that it has plenty of drawers, doesn't take up a lot of space. Logical things that we just don't normally think about. I mean, that's not what that's not our mind is not thinking that way. Right. So, uh, and, and you say it takes about 40 to 50 hours of it really depends on the size of the community they're going to the type of rooms they're going to whether it's a studio a one bedroom or a two bedroom independent living because uh you know a two bedroom independent living has a full kitchen so that that's labor intensive but uh we love to do those and uh it's, it's a process you know i always say you know it's a burden for the family to go through this sometime the transition but their burden is our ministry 
Mm. That's mm -hmm. the that's, that's I love to describe it that way because that's, that's nice. what we love to do. And, and the feeling of just hearing you describe it and saying that you put it all together, box it up, take it over, unbox it, set it up, and then the person comes in. That's like the dream of moving. <laughs> I've never moved with that kind of dream. The big enchilada, right? <laughs> now, Marie, you are at Adam's Place. You see this happening. Uh, tell us some of the challenges in a person moving into uh, assisted living, independent living, uh, whatever types of, of, of living they need at this time. Uh, th that alone is a challenge. It is, um, you know, I think the hardest thing about it is is the, just having to make the decision. And, um, you know, people, if, if they're struggling at home for their needs to be met, you know, and um, a lot of times the families see uh, red flags, I would call them, you know, mm -hmm. signs uh, that maybe uh, their parent living at home alone is not their, in their best interest any longer. Um, they're possibly not eating right or not taking their medicines right and they're um, isolated and, and lonely and just falling a lot, not doing well. Um, the hardest part is making that decision. Um, but once they do make the decision and they decide to come, um, when they get to a community, it, um, it, it's also the, the hard thing is, you know, the idea of downsizing, you know, they, if they have a, a large home, um, uh, you know, coming to a studio apartment or a one bedroom apartment and knowing they can only have a few of their things that they've collected their whole life, it's, mm -hmm. it's very difficult. But the good news is once they make the decision and they get there, um, they, they thrive in that environment, you know, mm -hmm. where there's nurses making sure they're taking their medicines correctly and um, they're eating three good meals a day and they have a lot of socialization. Those are really the three things that that create an environment where people really do. I see them thrive when they've come in and they've been struggling and then they get in there and their needs are met. The families can sleep better at night. They're not mm -hmm. worried and, the, and, they, and they really are happy. Um, I've, mm -hmm. I've seen it, you know, for the 20 years I've been working in assisted living and uh, it is very rewarding mm -hmm. to see see them get there and get settled and then they're like oh you know this is good mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah mm -hmm. I, I don't know about you bart but i certainly i mean think about it in a senior living community you have your own chef mm -hmm. <laughs> you have your own chauffeur right you have your own housekeeper uh -huh. and your own activities director i mean there are so many things and you don't have to worry about the groundskeeping or anything of mm -hmm. that nature you can go out and enjoy the beautiful garden that mm -hmm. you don't even have to worry about anymore mm -hmm. i love that mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's so many advantages mm -hmm. but yet the reality too it, it does mm -hmm. take time i have a question marie when it comes to memory care is it common for the family to be asked not to visit their loved one like maybe the first two weeks once mom moves in i've heard that on mm -hmm. occasion and i've seen that in some mm -hmm. communities I, don't, I wouldn't say that's a blanket decision. Okay. I would say it's more of a case-by-case -case okay. situation. Um, you know, every individual is different yes. and every circumstance is different. So um, I've never 
just said experience yeah Yeah. no I mean it you just have to it it just depends on the the person moving in and the family dynamics and the whole situation Mm -hmm. so yeah um that's that's not our standard yeah protocol yeah and is is it uh, a situation where I would I would think that it would take a while for that individual or that couple to get acclimated into it's kind of like having a sorority house or a fraternity house right mm-hmm. um to get acclimated to their new neighbors to the new protocols and things of that nature yeah, yeah. is it like 30 days 60 days is there an out you know earlier dan you had mentioned a contract and mm-hmm. so with senior living communities they do sign a contract correct yeah, it's an agreement yes. and it's just a month-to-month agreement so mm-hmm. they're not locked into any period of time um they can cancel it at any time with a 30-day notice and um sometimes we have to cancel it with a 30-day notice but the only times we would do that is if um usually there's a conversation yes and we're working together to make sure they're in the right place and their needs are being met it's a good fit right right? exactly every home has a front Mm -hmm. door and a back door sometimes they have a side door (laughs) (laughs) you know what's really interesting here because this is a very complicated uh, issue getting something like this to work together Uh, and and I'm seeing what Arosa does suddenly the light came on Uh, we're talking about Arosa having a professional there working with the person on a regular basis while they're still at home absolutely haven't decided to move into Adams Place or somewhere like that Mm -hmm. and so they get to know the Rosa person, the Rosa person gets to know them, their needs and their likes and dislikes. And then when the time moves uh, that they need to consider moving, uh, they can get with folks like Dan and Becky uh, and, and, and then get that ball rolling mm-hmm. once the location is decided upon. That's right. It just makes it work right. not only more smoothly, but uh, more effectively. Absolutely, Bart. It's a team effort. And not only that, but as a care manager, you know, with Arosa, we can actually follow our client wherever they are. So prior to relocating, I can still follow their care into any uh, senior living community. Absolutely. And so this is a way that Arosa makes that transition more smooth absolutely and then you had mentioned as far as you know let's say adam's place they're known as a ccrc which is a continuing care retirement community there are other great senior living communities in rutherford county and beyond and they're not independent so sometimes you go from home right into an assisted living and then some assisted living communities don't offer the memory care so with Arosa, you know, following that client's care, then I would make those recommendations and do the leg work and so on and so forth into memory care or skilled nursing mm-hmm. if, it, if it deems necessary and appropriate. So it really is a team effort, and that's the beauty uh, with all of us in this room being healthcare mm-hmm. professionals and more importantly, having a passion for helping seniors and mm-hmm. helping others in need. Dan, you mentioned it earlier, it's beautiful as far as it's a ministry. Mm-hmm. It really is, it really is. Mm-hmm. Tell you what let's do, let's pause and check on the traffic and weather. We will be back and continue the conversation. Senior Moments, some wonderful new approaches to when is it time and how do you make that transition the easiest 
for everybody involved. I'm Ken Coleman. Join me here on News Radio WGNS, weekdays live at noon, as we answer your questions about your calling, passion, and talent to maximize your potential. Are you tired of constantly spending money on sprays and other things to control mosquitoes around your home? If so, come by Holden Hardware and get the Spartan Mosquito Eradicators. When used properly, the Spartan Mosquito Eradicators will kill mosquitoes. Come by Holden Hardware on the square and get the Spartan Mosquito Eradicators. This year, make mosquito control easier and cheaper. Come by Holden Hardware on the square and get the Spartan Mosquito Eradicators. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Family Restaurants. Do you know somebody who's moved far away and is missing eating at Demas's? Well, Demas's Family Restaurants now offers many of our sauces and some of our food, such as pot roast and soup, to be shipped all across the nation. It's very simple. You just go to DemasFamilyKitchen.com and you can send an order to anybody as a gift all across this nation. You can send an order to anybody. Go to DemasFamilyKitchen.com Hi, this is Amanda from Animal City, inviting your family to come do business with my family. You can find us at 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Animal City is Murfreesboro's longest-running and only family-operated pet store. Here at Animal City, we know how important nutrition is to a healthy pet. We are proud to carry full lines of premium foods to suit most critters. Come see us at Animal City, 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Good morning. It's really heavy, but it's moving on 24 and through the Hickory Hollow area. That's all we're looking at live right now with that traffic flow on 24 westbound, passing Bell Road, Hickory Hollow Parkway. Just give yourself a little bit of extra time. Slow it down out here. I'm telling you, there's a lot of radar. Hey, Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, home of the world-famous cotton candy wine. They've got some new flavors. Check them all out at GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We'll see a few scattered showers and thunderstorms here this afternoon with cloudy skies high in the low 90s. Then for tonight, chance for showers and storms low near 73. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 78. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs online at tireworld.us. We're all about saving you money. I'm Dave Ramsey on WGNS, Rutherford County's place to talk. Weekdays from 1 to 4 on WGNS. Welcome back. If you're a senior citizen or if you have a senior in your family and you haven't made that transition into, uh, you know, affordable, comfortable living, healthy living, uh, that's what we're talking about on Senior Moments. By the way, if you have a question or a comment, uh, we're going to be taking a few calls, uh, text messages, in just a moment. The text number, 615-893-1450. And before we jump into that direction, I understand, uh, Aaron, that there have been some exciting things happening at Arosa <laughs> in the past few days. Uh, some big awards yeah, coming. Yeah, well, thank way. you, Bart. Yes, Arosa, we are nationwide, and um, so we were honored nationwide. 14 awards 
for exceptional care um, presented by Home Care Pulse. And Home Care Pulse is the industry's um, quality assurance program that measures client and caregiver satisfaction. And so we at Arosa, we're just so extremely proud and honored to be able to care for individuals uh, during this time. Uh, so we work with seniors and individuals with special needs. So thank you for making mention of that. Yes, it's a great honor for us. Congratulations. Thank to you. you. Here in Murfreesboro, by the way, uh, and you don't have to go there, but uh, Arosa is in Uptown Square, yes. which is... Uh, just right off of Memorial. Right down the street. That's just exactly down, right. Just skipping a jump That's away. That's right. We're available 24-7 <laughs> and always happy to help. We're talking this morning about uh, making that transition. At what point do you start thinking about the transition? I know everybody, uh, especially Marie, people at uh, places like uh, Adams Place have said people should come a lot earlier then they do come. They come at a point where maybe uh, they're not able to enjoy everything that's there, and they could have benefited from it all earlier. Uh, so I guess you could live longer, happier, the sooner you get into a place like that. That's right. Um, I, I, I think it's uh, wise for families to kind of think about it and prepare before there is a need. Um, because if you wait until there's a crisis, it's 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 really hard to to make that happen quickly. Um, but um, well, and, and I'm, I'm guessing it <laughs> yes. came to mind too. If a crisis arrives, that's where you wish you had had somebody mm -hmm. like a Rosa right. uh, on right. your side because you're able. Well, first of all, you're aware of. That's not the first time that crisis has right. occurred. Crisis management is nothing new for us, so mm -hmm. so that's totally, we work well with that. Right. But as far as when, my thinking, it's it, do it now. I mean, it's never too early to go ahead and put those plans in place. When mom and dad retire or whomever, or if you're visiting your, your loved one or your grandmother at a senior living community, really start thinking about your own self. I mean, my husband and I, you know, I've, I've told him years ago, we need to start looking at this. And, because you never know. Mm -hmm. Something might happen unforeseen and it's going to force that decision sooner than what we had envisioned. Mm -hmm. So better be prepared and not, what, that saying have a plan in place, better to have it, not need it versus need it and not have it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Uh, now, here's a question from a listener who's asking, how do I know which facility fits our budget the best? Mm -hmm. And they've said that they've been confused over uh, people realizing that they're not going to have to pay somebody to mow the yard anymore, no more electric bills. It's sort of hard. Uh, in reading this, it looks like they're having a difficult time putting the finances together and figuring out how do you how do you judge this it's it's right. different right well um you know it, it is true that when you come to assisted living your your meals and 24-hour care and your utility bills and all of those things are included so it does sound like it's expensive when people inquire um you know i would say on average an assisted living right now is probably between four and five thousand a month just easily de depending mm -hmm. on 
the level of care and the size room and things like that. But uh, families that are trying to uh, replicate that at home, uh, with especially if they need 24-hour care, you know, they can spend twice that amount um, in trying to uh, provide assisted living type resources at home so it can be a challenge for sure but yes um, for you know if you said for an average of 150 to 180 dollars a day you're going to get 24-hour care and uh, your utilities are covered your phone your cable your meals and all of that I mean you can hardly get a hotel room for that much and they're not going to feed you and give you your medicines and and uh, take care of you you know so there, there is certainly a cost involved, and I would say um, most assisted livings in Rutherford County are kind of in the same um, price range. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're all competitive with one another. Um, yeah. Memory care is a little bit more because it is a higher level of care. But, um, yeah, it, when, uh, you know, I had a, a lady bring her mother. She was trying to keep her at home in her condominium, and, you know, she was spending about $10,000 a month. Um, and then she was kind of surprised when she could bring her to assisted living for five. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, that, mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's something too, Bart, that with Arosa as a care manager, be, I would be more than happy to help work with that family as far as let's look at what their budget is and really drill down. So that way I would tap into the resources that I have to say, okay, based on your current need, uh, based on your history, medical history, I mean, no one can predict what tomorrow is going to bring, but let's set aside, let's look at setting aside X number of dollars for this rainy day. Um, you know, so that's something where you'd have a professional come in and, and help navigate that. But people need to know, too, that long-term care insurance, they think, oh, I have long-term care insurance. This will take care of it. No, not necessarily. So that's why you need to be familiar with your carrier. That is something as a care manager, I can help navigate that as well. Um, with uh, oftentimes, the, as far as private, private pay, right? Mm -hmm. It's you're paying rent. That's what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And then uh, where your long-term care insurance comes in, as far as oftentimes the carriers say you need at least assistance with what, two, three ADLs, mm -hmm. what we call activities of daily living. So that would be bathing, dressing, feeding, med management, things of that nature. So that's where you have the experts that can help process that navigate say yes this is something you can afford or we look at some other options so all of us in this room can can help navigate that now here's here's a, a i don't know if this is the same person or not but a follow-up basically to that earlier question they're asking if you sell your home that you'd been living in uh for an average home not anything spectacular but uh, does that usually cover the cost of, of a lifetime of, of this expense? Hmm. Well, that's a pretty hard question to answer. Everybody's um, house is a different that's price. That's right, <laughs> yeah. People are living longer. Yeah, but mm -hmm. some people, you know, if, if people haven't, don't have resources, uh, savings, or a long-term care insurance to help pay for an assisted living or, or a memory care, then uh, what people do often have is a home they can sell and, and use the, those funds to help pay for it. But uh, again, it depends on how long someone lives and their level of care and all of those things. Um, 
there are you know been some benefits out there to help supplement people's income like the veteran mm -hmm. aid and attendance benefit for veterans or widows of veterans and we certainly help uh, people you know know how to apply for those kinds of things if they need um, some extra income to help cover the cost so sometimes they have help out there that they are not aware of. right right now and that again I guess is where Arosa Care right. can help you yeah all of us in this room can assist with that. Sure. Yeah. So that and that's a very important thing. Now you mentioned earlier uh, about uh, sometimes if you have long-term insurance, mm -hmm. long-term long coverage, care. Uh, mm -hmm. that that may or may not help you. Uh, how do you know? I mean, you don't want to wait until you need it and find, whoops, we got a problem. Become familiar. You know, every, you go for your annual physical. I hope people do. Mm -hmm. I go for your annual physical. At that time, re-look at your, your policies and become familiar with it. Have those conversations. Talk about, I mean, do you have a living will? I mean, let's really pare down and talk about that's reality. So that's a perfect time to renegotiate or look at um, your policy. What does it say? And help determine what's the next step then. If this happens, then what? So. And here's a, another question along that line. And the person's saying, well, who do I talk with those? Uh, who do I talk with? Do I talk with my attorney? Do I talk with my minister? Do I talk to my doctor? Who do I talk with? As far as long-term care oh, it, I think or, they're, or anything they're just, related to their health? Yeah, I think Well, yeah, definitely if you have an elder attorney, an elder law attorney, that would be great because the elder law attorney um, would have or should have that information as far as what your wishes are and know the financial piece. Now, he or she may recommend, uh, sometimes people have a fiduciary, right? So even we at uh, Arosa, I can serve as healthcare power of attorney, but I would not be able to serve as your financial power of attorney. From an ethical standpoint, no, there's a clear delineation there between me messing with your finances versus advocating for your healthcare wishes. Mm -hmm. But I would certainly connect you with the appropriate person. But any of those people that that individual the caller had asked about yes they could tap into that individual and have them call me and another question now this one's totally in a different direction uh they say that they live in the nashville area mm -hmm. they have other brothers and sisters in uh, distant places like knoxville and that general area uh, where do they decide that mom needs to go uh, mom is happy to go with any child, oh. but, uh, you know, how do you make, that's a big decision. <laughs> well, those are wonderful conversations we love to have. We really do. I mean, it's one, I come from a large family, and so it is about every child's relationship with their parent is very different. Mm -hmm. And likewise. And so there might be our experience has been there's one child that specializes in the finances, another child that may have more expertise from a legal standpoint, another one who truly is more hands on and very comfortable with um, navigating the healthcare system as far as physicians, appropriate physicians. So we would help help them come to that decision on where mom's going to be best where it's going to be best for mom to be it could be where mom's in knoxville six months out of the year and 
you know, in Nashville, the other, it really depends. So it's not a one size fits all. So. And I'm, I'm trying to think along with these people uh, not having any more than what they've just sent us, but mom may have uh, been living most of her life in say the Murfreesboro area. Right. And so she's comfortable with the surroundings here, but how important is that being comfortable with the surroundings here because mom's going to be probably living inside an area That's right. that she won't be getting out. So That's exactly she right. just needs, it seems to be where she's going to be getting the closest attention. The best care possible. Mm-hmm. Think about it. I mean, if mom's currently at home and we start seeing, okay, mom is really limiting her living space to her bedroom and her living room and the ladies room that's it so she's no longer needing all this other space and so that's where danny becky would come in and say wow okay let's look at this and the reality is this is where you're living so transitioning into a smaller space isn't that much different right yeah right but and can i speak into that too um we had this issue with my mother um she stayed with Dan and I during COVID. She was paralyzed from the waist down. And um, so she was really wanting when COVID, you know, calmed down and we could get access to her through a community, she was wanting to move back to Clarksville, her hometown. We just, as a family, we discussed it and had some arguments over it because I was her medical power of attorney that my family wanted her to live here in Murfreesboro but my mother had a sharp mind she still loved her home and she wanted to return to Clarksville even though she would be going into another senior living community so um, I just felt like being her advocate in that situation. I didn't mind driving to Clarksville when she needed me. We had healthcare resources set up for her in Clarksville and she wanted to be at home. I felt like that was her right if we could make that happen for her safety and you know get the care that we needed. And so we were blessed. We did find a place where she, we could access her at that time. Um, and we were able to move her back to Clarksville, where she ended up passing away eventually. But Now, in reality, your old friends where you live, unless they're at that facility, you're probably not going to see them. But one thing that I've noticed, uh, for example, at Adams Place, and Marie, you can address this, the people bond so quickly. I mean, you have a new group of friends that uh, it's like, going back to high school almost you have a real close bond with those people that's right they they make friends uh with the other people that live there and they they make friends with the staff too Mm -hmm. so it's just kind of like a built-in support system uh that they didn't have when they were at home by themselves Mm -hmm. so um when they make friends and they have people to eat eat meals with and people to do Bible study with or play bingo with or whatever they're doing, listen to music. Uh, it kind of takes the focus off of themselves a little bit and they they have other people to, uh, to um, interact with and, you know, they do make bonds and relationships with the, the nurses and the uh, resident assistants as well and the activity uh, girls that do all the, the fun things with them. So, um, it's, it's wonderful to have that built-in support system if they need it. Some people that come are, are, 
you know they just need meals and and medicines and others need more hands-on care but the the care is there if they need it so it's kind of like having a safety net and we just feel like we become a partner with the family and and making sure they're they're doing the very best they can do they still have a purpose yes my goodness it doesn't Mm -hmm. i mean you have a change in address right right i mean that's That's the bottom line just a change in it tell you what leslie let's pause for just a moment and uh, we'll be moving into the final segment so if you have a question that we have not touched on get it to us quickly text it to 615-893-1450 Senior Moments on WGNS, brought to you by Arosa Care. There is no safer place in the storm. Talk Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, TV Please come see us for all your home lawn and garden needs. We have a great selection of Carhartt clothing, we also have wonderful, unique gift ideas, our Melissa and Doug educational toys. And if you're needing things for your garden, we'd have everything you need to help those gardens grow. Come on over to the Co-op Farm and Home Center just off of South Church on Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Please come see us at the Rutherford Farmers Co-op. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. CapstarBank.com. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. We'll see a few scattered showers and thunderstorms here this afternoon with cloudy skies, a high in the low 90s. Then for tonight, chance for showers and storms, low near 73. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 78. Receive breaking news, sports scores, traffic, and weather bulletins on your cell phone. Sign up for text alerts at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back. Senior Moments from WGNS brought to you by Rosa Care. Some great guests with us today. Marie Littrell from Adams Place. Dan and Becky Haynes from Next Stage for Senior. And of course, from Rosa Care, Aaron Keogh Rankin. Final thoughts on uh, the issues this morning that we're thinking about. And uh, Aaron, sort of give us a summary of, of what people need to be thinking about if this is the beginning of their journey that we're talking right i'd like i encourage them to reach out and they're not alone and let arosa help them through this process reach out to us Uh, we're here locally we have offices in middle tennessee and shelbyville here in murfreesboro as well as nashville here in murfreesboro reach out to us 615-848-6774 I would encourage them to don't put it off. Years ago, there was a commercial, don't put it off, put it on, right? (laughs) But don't delay. When in doubt, check it out. Give us a call. We'll be more than happy to meet you where you are, literally and figuratively, and help you throughout this process. It would be nice to have too much time. Absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, and Marie, at what point should they start 
taking a look at what is available at uh, senior living facilities? Well, I think, you know, when the families start to see some warning signs that things are not going very well at home, whether there's frequent hospital stays and rehab stays, and they just, they're setting up the pill planner and they go and check and and it's not being taken correctly and those types of things, lots of falls, um, it's, it's, you know, better to go ahead and and I I feel like when they go ahead and go somewhere and their needs are met then it can prevent needing a higher level of care um and and um to to uh, be proactive and not reactive and not wait for the crisis I, I say you know if you if you if you have a teenager that just learned to drive and you know they're going down the road and you know the bridge is out you're going to intervene and stop them from going over the edge and it's the same with a senior with a parent you see signs that you know things are not going well and so it's really better to uh, be proactive and get them placed somewhere where they're going to be it's about safety Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, so when you see that there things are you know they're not safe at home then then it's time to start looking Dan and Becky Haynes are with us from Next Stage for Seniors uh, you've really hit on some wonderful areas that people need guidance in, and that's selecting what do you take on this new adventure of life? What do you take with you? What furniture do you take? What do you leave behind? And, and you've put into that your real heart and your knowledge. Share with us once again uh, the steps people need to be looking at for that. Well, you know, uh to simplify it, to put it, you know, in, in smaller terms, um, our, our motto sometimes could be find, move, and thrive. Those are three-step process, you know, find the appropriate community, uh, move into that, that perfect place for you, and then once you're there, like Marie said, you thrive because uh, many times in your home, uh, you're focusing, you're living in, in your chair, in your living room, you, you go to the bathroom, you go to your kitchen, but I, I refer to senior living communities many times as cruise ships on land. <laughs> uh, the whole building, the library room, the, the game room, the dining room, these places are beautiful. And you can, in relationships is the most important thing. When you get there, relationships make you thrive. And your health improves Mm -hmm. so many times it's a cheaper option compared to not having the support system or relationships at home you're lonely you're depressed so now sort of carrying on from that because we have about two minutes left in the Mm -hmm. broadcast uh erin you probably see firsthand what dan has just mentioned right uh people are falling they're having issues at home they make the transition it goes smoothly and it sounds like they could get better all of a sudden sure yeah absolutely i mean we want them to have we want them to thrive we want them to have quality of life and just again just because you change your address doesn't mean that you know you're no longer living it's amazing how many people it's a mindset and it's not just the individual, him or herself. It's the whole family unit. It, and, and it's just that ripple effect, too. It's not only the family. It's also the physicians. It's also the other professionals that they interact with. It's amazing. 
amazing. Some of these physicians, we go back for a return um, visit, right? And it's like, wow, you have put on seven pounds in the past six months, you know? And, and that's great because they're getting the proper nutrition in these senior living communities. Mm-hmm. And they're getting the socialization. The depression is starting to ease up a bit. It, it's, it's really amazing. And it's a blessing for more people than not. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and let me just say too, that we at Arosa, again, knowing people prefer to stay at home, we will do everything we can to ensure that that wish and that need is met. However, if it's deemed that it's no longer safe for you to be in that environment, we will strongly encourage that let's look at some other options. And these are some wonderful options. And let me just say too, it's the verbiage, it's a mindset. I would encourage our listeners, they're not facilities, they're senior living communities. So if you can kind of wrap that, you know, change your your paradigm shift, you'll see some really blessings, a lot of blessings down the road. We hope that this broadcast today has meant something to you and it is being preserved in a podcast format so that you can go back, listen to it again, take notes on things because it makes a difference in your life, but more importantly, in the life of your loved ones. Senior Moments on WGNS. Thank you to Marie Littrell from Adams Place, Dan and Becky Haynes from Next Stage for Seniors, and of course, thank you to Erin Keel Rankin from Arosa Care. Thank you, Bart. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.